it's drivel. Drivel means nonsense. Welcome into the Project Drivel Podcast. I am your host, Tony Tucker, with a full dose of nonsense for this Tuesday or whenever you listen. I can't believe I've done 40. This is the 44th episode of this show, and I am just so grateful to whoever has, you know, taken a listen along the way. I really appreciate it. This comes from a live show with... um with the Maddie Daddy from the Fantasy Affair. We'll get into all the plugs there. Big wrestling fan. We get into that a little bit. Uh, but we talk mostly about some of the rumors circulating around the NFL draft. Please remember to subscribe at the Warzone Sports Network on YouTube and support the show. Warzone Sports Network is on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, Facebook, although we are suspended. Come on, Facebook, for what? for nothing. Anyways, let's get into this show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As I said, we got the Maddie Daddy. How you doing, Maddie? Dude, doing great. Sweet tea, Tony Tucker, the face that runs the place, baby. Warzone Sports. I am pumped to be here. <laughs> I love it. it. T squared everywhere. I am loving this uh the 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 wrestling vibe and throwback like i think we kind of grew up in a similar era too right like i grew up with the the mean gene okerlands and the brutus the barber beefcakes oh, <laughs> let me tell you something brother all that in a bag of chips man same yeah. here man wrestling nostalgia it's just all part of our just makes the circle go round and round baby it, and i get it, to it, hang out here i see that ward jersey i see those gloves man it's it's in your blood too. Yes, it is. I, I grew up with like having all of that—the wrestling rings and the Big John Stud characters and King Kong Bundy. Like, I grew oh. up in that prime time of wrestling and the WrestleManias and the suplexing of Andre the Giant. Oh, Tony, my boy, love it, man. <laughs> Whenever you, I love I, a little wrestling. I know that you have. So, highlight the podcasts for the people checking in. Yes. I'm the Maddie Daddy. I'm also Matt Riser, father of three, husband, you name it, brother. But I am entertainment. I'm all gas, no breaks. And I do wrestling, man. Nostalgia, wrestling throwbacks, the Wrestling Matt podcast. From headlocks to elbow drops, the Maddie Daddy's got you covered. But that's not all I do because I got passions galore, but I'm having to you know, focus in. You see that up in the corner? That's the fantasy affair. That's fantasy football at its finest. And I bring you live streams, podcasts, all those yum-yums. But I am just looking here to have a damn good time and help out you guys win football and relive wrestling. And Tony, <laughs> dude, thank you for letting us join forces. This is like Hogan and Macho Man, the mega powers. Yeah. <laughs> uh. They're locking up. They're all greased up and body butter. Oh, yeah. Just Don't be talking to Elizabeth. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm pumped, dude. Thanks for having me, man. I said thank you a hundred times. I'm trying to get those in before I start cussing. Oh, <laughs> don't make me hulk up. Where's Love my Hulkamaniacs? No, we're good. We're late. It's 6 o'clock on the West Coast, 9 p.m. Everybody's asleep. Let it fly. I see you popping the silver bullet. I love that. That's right. Mountains are blue, baby. I got to have one or two of these, you know. This is my kind of... 
my happy hour. So I'll have a couple beers. I'll kick back. This is my time with the guys just, you know, shooting the sheet. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Um, okay. I have no smooth transition in here, but I would like to talk to you because this is kind of how this all started yesterday. I saw you post something about Devonta Smith, right? And yes, I was having the same feeling. Like I just read the tweet and I was just like, this guy gets it. Like, what are people, what are you missing on this guy? Like, what more could he have done against his peers and will do when he gets to the NFL? Like, he's a he's a monster among among he men. He checks all the boxes. It's it's the size thing, man. People are just we live in this world of everything's kind of evolved where everybody wants the biggest and the best. And everybody, you know, sometimes you have to have the talent to prove, you know. To Devontae Smith, dude, doesn't matter if he's 163 pounds or 193 pounds. Heisman, check. Outside runner, inside runner, press coverage. It doesn't matter. The dude is strong and he excels everywhere on the field. Yes. I don't get it. No, I, I agree. It's, it. ki- it's kind of like when I was thinking about it, when I go, when I went house shopping with my wife, right? We went around, we were like, how's the neighbors? You know, if we saw an old person maybe next door, we were like, Ah, we might not be able to play the Run DMC that loud. Young people, <laughs> Run DMC, check it out. Great hip hop group back in the day. But we would like we look around, we look at the school district, we look at everything, and it all fits. Now, is is the house the biggest house? Maybe not, but it checks all the other boxes, and it's a great house. It's going to provide entertainment, family, fun, bringing it together, creating memories. That is what I believe, Devante. Smith might not be the biggest house, but he's going to provide tons of wonderful memories for whatever team wakes up and isn't worried about the fact that he's a little slight, a little thin. Somebody's going to get a steal. And uh, this is why it's important to have your ranking set before the draft. If there's guys you have faith in, a Devontae Smith, don't change just by landing spot or where these – you saw A.J. Brown a couple years ago. Everybody just kind of got off the ship. They take the Harrys. They take these other guys. But just trust the process, man. We see, we've see we seen him in college. We've seen him at an elite level. This is this is a showstopper, a gamer. And he is going to be a human highlight reel in the NFL. Yeah, and he did it with whoever was at quarterback. Slinging left-handers, right-handers who barely make the team but are somehow later in our third topic going to be the third pick in the draft. <laughs> like I don't think he's a Heisman trophy winner. They yes. had Najee, they had Mac Jones, Tua. This guy won the Heisman, man. Like and they keep comparing him to guys based on stature. I'm like, how about guys based on skill level? Like how many people came in with his bag of tricks? Like that's who we need to be comparing him to. Not if he's the same size as like, you know, uh, I don't know. Tariq Cohen or somebody. Yeah, I think I think people are, have seen what Marquise Brown has done, and they say see how he came in at one sixty something, and they've been put off by they just think he's a deep threat. They think he can't handle it inside, but coming out Hollywood had a little bit less to his game than Devontae Smith, and I think that's just people comparing body sizes. They don't get it sometimes. Yeah, and I think a little bit of that, too, has to be Greg Roman in the offense, what the focus is on that side of the ball, right? Like, that's one thing I was going to bring up to you later is like, because I love Lamar Jackson, but like Hollywood Brown's not a 
not a big guy. It'd be nice right. if they had a jump ball guy to go with the speedy guy. Cause then you can just put somebody over the top of Brown and you can kind of neutralize the speed a little bit. But I think Smith runs pretty good routes. Like when I see him line up there in the slot or whatever, like I'm like, he's going to be fine. And you got to, the one thing you got to worry about when you're a small guy is press coverage. And he has no problem beating people off the ball. That has never been an issue. And that's the one thing from small guys. You look at those bench press reps and he kills it for his size. So to me, that was the only thing you might, when you're seeing a small guy, you're like, okay, press coverage. Is he going to get off the line? He gets off the line. To me, that's case closed. I'm done. You know, not, not a debate for, you know, truthers like ourselves. <laughs> I used to I used to crush it in the 225 bench press because I'm very barrel chested, but I have short arms. So <laughs> I, there wasn't a long way for me to go. You, I, you're uh, like a T-Rex in there. Just yeah. I just remember getting in there with the guys on the uh, the, fo- the college football team and just crushing them all. In the, in friend, that. Baby, Tony T-Rex <laughs> Tucker coming in and steal your bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out of my way. The boss is in town. Um, l- last thing on uh, Adams, which team, like, so this is to me, I would say I would label the Giants fools and I would label the Eagles fools if he goes anywhere past them. Like, is Dude. is that sort of where? It's got to be the Giants, right? I mean, I, Kenny G? I mean, I don't know. I don't like the Eagles as an organization. I'm not even sure what the hell they're doing. So that's one of those ones I, you know, you trade Wentz and then you're like, oh, well, Hurts isn't our starter. I'm a Cowboys fan, man, and I don't know what they're doing. We grew up on McNabb and you just saw Wentz win. And now they just, it's a shit show. But uh, yeah, the Giants, ooh, baby, what a spot that would be. I Big agree. Old Kenny Saquon, Evan Ingram's a body. Then you put Devontae Smith. Good Lord, we'd be in trouble in the East. Yes, I think so too, especially Joe Judge is going to get that offensive line right and they're going to start running the ball. Uh, So we talked about Devontae Smith's stock maybe dropping. Uh, There are some guys that have been over the past couple weeks with the stock going up, going in the other direction, right? So we have, you know, like, Kadarius Tony, who's a guy that like I didn't really know a lot about, but sort of a similar player to him, but a little a little stockier, you know, right. like uh, what you, any thoughts on uh, on him? Uh, dude, just he's that ultimate. He's a gadget player. He's a slot receiver that can stretch the field. I mean, he's checking off a lot of boxes in the NFL. Somebody with four, three, eight speed. I mean, man. You're you're talking about a guy. The only concern I have is you don't blossom to your senior year. But if you go to a place like Jacksonville or just somewhere else where they can kind of mold this clay and figure out the best way to use a dynamic weapon, I think the only thing that worries me is maybe the receiver spot. Is he is he a polished receiver? Because you didn't see production till his senior year. So that's my only like take back. But with the NFL, they, they make ways to use you. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like the Tyreek Hill thing, you know, like Tyreek came out and he was just sort of a gadget like this guy's just a Lambo out there, you know, like he's just a toy or whatever. It's like, no, he's a transformer like he can do anything. Just give the guy some time and all of a sudden he's going to be Shia LaBeouf and all of you guys out there and just crushing it. There's nothing well, then you'll see some people like compare him to Danny Amendola. I was like, where where did that come from? Like. <laughs> 
This is a four three eight speed guy who's a. Re- I mean, I understand in Amendola's small slot receiver, but he doesn't have the legs that Tony has, and just the, the like you said, the thickness. This is a barrel chest dude. Oh yeah, on his highlight play that I was watching, he was running people over, which I think in the NFL would be kind of a foolish move, right? Like right. now nowadays, you don't have to prove your toughness by running through people. Like it's a business decision: catch the ball and get down. Like, staying healthy, that's the smart play. But, I mean, in college, I just am watching all of these highlights of Kadarius Tony just bowling through human beings that are bigger than him. Could you imagine him on, like, Washington? You got Samuel, you got Terry, you got Gibson, you got all these pieces, and then you add a guy like him just – and they're a playoff team already. What we call on my show, Tony, this is a hot buy. Hot buy. Hot buy it now. Ding, 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 ding. I would <laughs> I would love that. I would love that for my guy, Taylor Hineke. I'm a Taylor Hineke truther Ooh. over here. Everybody's I don't, always. I don't think they go quarterback this year, man. I think they're going to they're gonna roll with what they got. He's done enough to at least be able to fight, I think. I I kind of like that. I've seen some mocks where they take like the uh, the kid from Stanford, uh, what's Mills or whatever his name is in I the second so, round. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a couple other mocks where they uh, maybe get uh, Kellen Mond or something in that middle second round. But I, I just, do. I mean, you spend that, that money like on eight. Fitzpatrick, and yeah. they gave Hineke a two year, eight million dollars or whatever. Um, the next guy in that bust out thing, uh, draft stock. I'm gonna skip over Javon Holland. I don't. I don't want to go to the defensive side. The guy's a beast. He's yeah. he's gonna play. He can play uh, slot or he can play corner and safety. Um, he is that genetic freak. He's just a little raw, but this guy could, you know, take over at the next level at the right spot. I saw him making some tackle during our during our most recent mock draft. That was Darren Waller happened to be watching through a friend of a friend and text uh, one of the guys there and was like. Uh, the Raiders in this mock draft, the Raiders better pick Javon Holland. And it's like, who? Everybody who was there was like, yeah, everybody's <laughs> open. <then. laughs> yeah, we're like running to our phones. We're like, who's Darren Waller referencing? Okay. Yeah. He's in the NFL. He's probably smarter than me. Um, the, <laughs> the guy I really want to talk about, though, because this is big for fantasy football, is Javante Williams. Like, this guy seems to be really creeping up. Every, yeah. Like, they're, where they're talking possible end of the first round of one of those teams like Pittsburgh, you know, or um, I'm blanking right now uh, on the other Atlanta, team. Arizona, maybe in the second. There's a lot of, there's a lot of spots. I just, I don't know because I didn't see it his whole college career. I saw at the end of it and I saw him as a split back. So when I see like a Najee who just kind of reminds you of Derrick Henry, just that guy who goes in there and grinds, catches passes. I, I don't I'm not as high on Javante. Maybe it's just me, but I need to see more of it. I like Etienne. I like Najee, and Javante just kind of jumped out of nowhere. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it might be. I just don't want the Keyshawn Vaughns or something like that to happen to you, and you kind of regret it. But you might be right. I mean, I'm not an NFL scout. I I scout fantasy football dynasty. You know, stuff like that. But man, Javante, he did put on the gas this year. Here's the thing with me and Javante Williams. If he ends up on Atlanta in the second round, it's going to crush me because I had huge hopes for Mike Davis and fantasy. I was like, Mike Davis is going to go to Atlanta. He's going to be the clear cut guy. He's going to get a bunch of carries. At least he would be, you know, healthy and hot to start the year in Atlanta. He was a baller last year. Like, 
instant production. Who saw that coming, man? CMC's out, and this guy's like RB6 while he's out. Crazy. Week one last year, one of my good friends in my comedy league, the guy was like, I'm going to trade you Mike Davis as your handcuff since he took CMC at the 101, right? And I was like, get out. I'm not, I'm not giving him up. for." He wanted like one of my rookie wide receivers. Like he wanted like Jerry Judy, somebody I could have easily parted with. He was like, I'll give you this. You give me Judy. I'm light at wide receiver. And I was like, I don't want my handcuff that bad. CMC goes down midway week two. And I, I was so angry because he just shame shame (laughs) he just crushed me all year with that you were like dang it i should have listened to miss cleo i would have (laughs) known yes i'm just in there like oh tony tucker i see your fortune week seven brother you gotta make that trade right (laughs) now you don't want to miss with that get the handcuff every time and listen to miss cleo yeah (laughs) you do that well Yeah, Miss Cleo's in my bag of impressions. I get um, <laughs> the Tony's uh, fortune telling after the show. <laughs> yes, stick around for more. Um, I don't know why I went to less Miss Cleo on that one. All right, <laughs> here we go into Jones and I'm Jones and for the draft to just be here already, right? And the reason I titled the topic this way is because. I'm, I just want to know what San Francisco is going to do. Like, just hit me with it already. There's all these reports, but now it's been narrowed down to Trey Lance or, or uh, Mac Jones. And to me, this is my theory that I've cooked up on this, that if they take Mac Jones, Jimmy G is gone. If they take Trey Lance, Jimmy G starts for one year. And to me, Trey Lance should be, and mate, you're better than, uh, this is your field. I would make Trey Lance like my number one like dynasty roster move because he's going to get Kyle Shanahan in that offense. And that to me, like he'd be the future. But is that like, is that what you're moving up to three when you got a championship (laughs) squad? Like, are you going for that raw prospect? Like it, it seems sexy, but like if you're Shanahan and Lynch, like don't you want that guy who I don't know, man, it's, you're hearing all these Mac Jones rumors. So you're hearing that like he's smart. He's good at with the plays. He's quick, you know, quick release. He's got all these intangibles. Oh, excuse me. Had a little pop up there. Um, yeah, it's just weird. It's a weird situation we have unfolding from the fields hype where we had him, you know, locked and loaded QB2. And then all of a sudden he could drop like out outside the top 10. And then you got, you know, man, yeah, Lance, dude, could be Josh Allen. We don't know. But, yeah, I feel like Mac Jones just seems like that's their plan here. They want. I think Mac Jones could beat out Jimmy G right now. I don't know if he's the best quarterback long-term, but this just seems like all the puzzle pieces are starting to fit. Yeah, I think to me that this move is like – is one of those things where it's like you put yourself in this position and now all of a sudden you're not sure what you're, what you want to do. They're kind of shook in the moment. Like 49ers are like, uh, we want to play it safe, but we also might want to take a stab at what the future of the position looks like. in a guy like Lance or fields or whatever, you know, because the, the college system is supplying them the best athletes at that position. Like the, the days of Tom Brady and Matt Ryan and Kirk cousins, they're going 
they're going to the wayside. Yes, you still need to throw from the pocket, but you got to dance. You got to put on yeah. your shoes and Gregory well, hides it. Mac Jones reminds me of that Cousins. He doesn't really remind you of the Josh Allens, the players like that. So a Lance, a field, they're just sexy. You just you just feel like these mobile quarterbacks have so much more to offer. But then you see Shanahan and the Matt Ryans, the Jimmy G's, you're just like, is he gonna venture out that way or is he gonna stick to his, you know, guns? So just the intrigue, the drama, you know. I know that and that is nails off. <laughs> that's the pick that I am just like, to me, that's when the draft starts. Cause the jets have already decided about Zach Wilson right. we can, whatever. Like, I think that's a huge mistake. And like, that's like, you're asking him to come to New York and save the franchise. I He's don't know. He's got that like Baker Mayfield vibe to him. Doesn't he like just full of swag, but maybe I wouldn't, I don't know how to like, how I'd feel going to the jets. Honestly. Also, too, like you can have swagger, but you need to win. And I think that's what Baker started to realize was like the swagger was fun when he was waking up and feeling dangerous. But when he was waking up and feeling sore and three and 13, he was oh. a lot less Baker licious. Uh, <laughs> Baker licious. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Dude, Tony, you're you're a natural baby. That's his new endorsement. He's going to Baker's going to be doing licorice and progressive all NFL oh. season long. Oh, <laughs> As, as somebody who was a former commercial actor, Baker's actually a very good commercial actor. Like, I think he's going to have a long career in doing commercials. Like, he's going to be, he's a pro in, in that. Um, I want to talk about your boys, right? Your Dallas Cowboys on the clock at 10. And I, I every once in a while, I see people in mock drafts. Well, not every once in a while. Most of the time I see them. Patrick Sertain Jr. or like, you know, drafting the reasonable, sensible thing. But I'm just sitting there being like, at number 10, I'm going to be like, Jerry, don't do it again. Don't don't trade up for Kyle Pitts. Don't move to Jalen Waddle. Just get yeah. the right. Is that what you're thinking? It's it's tough, man, because you see, you've heard the hype of Pitts. He's like this once in a generational talent. To me, it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Pitts, and that's everybody else. So it's like, uh, what are we what are we giving up? There's a you know, I wasn't sold on Lamb last year when we drafted him. I was like, we're getting we need defense, you know. But then it's a it's tough. Um I, I do want Sertan because I think him and Diggs in the secondary, you just lock up both sides of the field. You got a healthy Dak with these offensive weapons, and then I think tackle. I'm like Slater, man. We need our our O line's getting old. Our window's closing. The longer we don't address that, but then it, I'm like, well, it is the NFL, and if we just throw a bunch of offensive pieces out there, we'll score 500 points a game. So <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a mind truck, man. It's just you know you're wanting this, you're wanting that, and then you're like, what would Jerry do? Not Jesus. You put your WWJD bracelet on. What would Jerry do? <laughs> And then you're like, uh, probably not what Jesus would do. So he's probably, you're right, going pits. Pits at four. Let's go. Yes, exactly. Trading the farm to get another offensive weapon, and which would make it great. But I just, whenever I watch the Cowboys, I always think that Jerry sees them as like more entertainment, right? It has that wrestling factor. Like, this is one thing I always defend in, about wrestling, right? Is that like people will go, it's fake. And I go, 
it may be, hang on, there's a difference between fake and scripted because these are some of the best athletes, what these guys can do and the punishment they take, right? It's entertainment. And I think Jerry thinks of the- It's not like a bunch of takes either. Oh, yes, which is, (laughs) people also don't understand how hard that is to get into an arena full of people and then just be on and remembering lines and cues and marks and everything. That's no joke. This- Jerry needs to stop looking at the Cowboys like they are, you know, doing some sort of Regency stay or, you know, doing some residency in Vegas and think about them as a football team. This pick needs to be tackle or corner or the Internet is going to lose their mind again. I think that's that's part of like being a Cowboys fan. Like we're always so close if we make this move, that move. I try not to make excuses. But it's just, it's almost heartbreaking to a sense. It's so entertaining. Like you said, it's like wrestling. You're getting the gaga. You're like, oh, we're, we're close. But no cigar. And then, you know, you're, yeah. Woo, Cowboys. Wow. That's all I got, man. It's it's a heartstring thing, you know. It's, yes. It's like I, wanting to do the right thing, but you know that you're not going to. And the Cowboys are always better when or I should say the NFL is always better when the Cowboys are good and in the playoffs, right? Like those right. big playoff games. So I, I really do not a Cowboys fan here, but I like to see them make good moves and be, be a part of the playoff, the festivities. The Absolutely. Dance, the it's, it's fun to hate the guys. So it's good having them in the playoffs. Cause that's how you sell tickets as much entertainment. It is. It's nice. Let's get, you know, the ratings up. Let's do it all these other ways. Yeah, I don't I don't hate the Vikings when they get there. I'm like, okay, good. They won or lost or whatever. But I love to either cheer for Dak or cheer against Aikman when I was a kid. Like that's that a good weird. good draft question. The Packers, like, are they gonna address some weapons for Mr. Rogers neighborhood? Or are they just gonna let's draft another RB? Let's do something nutty. <laughs> That is a great question, and I think it's going to depend on who's there for the Green Bay Packers, but I honestly don't see them taking a weapon at that position. Like I think they're going to wait because they're not going to get a second, third, fourth wide receiver for him. I think they go offensive line or maybe... Devontae Smith, huh? (laughs) I mean, if he falls to that far, then I think you got to take him. And Rodgers Rogers would have to understand that because he fell to 24 the year the Packers got him. We'd have a uh, Tony Tucker special like live stream where you're just crying. Just, <laughs> we did it. Thanks, I would be, I'd be reliving when Aaron Rodgers fell to the Green Bay Packers, right? I talk about this all the time on the show and, and people are always like, we get it. You were a Packers fan. I loved the Packers so much. And I remember watching the draft and I was like, who are we getting? Who's coming because the Green Bay was down. They needed offensive weapons. They needed defense. And they take Aaron Rodgers. And I was, I was nuts. I was yeah. like, we just we got Brett Favre. We don't need this California kid here. Like, oh, I was nuts. All those weapons crazy. of the Packers days, man. The Antonio Freeman, Robert Brooks, Mike Chamura. Then you had Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Jamaica Finley, just Always been a good squad, man. Props to the Packers <laughs> as a whole, though. Yes, they the Packers have always drafted really well because trying to get a free agent to come to Green Bay. Like anybody out there, you ever out there, like you ever been to Green Bay? No. Like nobody it's a ever little cold, Tony. <laughs> 
coming up here to Green Bay. You know, we're up here in the north. <laughs> we're talking having, like we're from Canada. Having beers. That's how we, youper. I'm, I grew up in Upper Michigan. That's how it's all like, oh, it's fucking tits up here, bro. Fuck. Snow <laughs> and got tit, turkey. <laughs> got 30 tree inch tires on my truck. It's a tits fucker. Get her done. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> That's, that's right. not enough south for that, but yes, no, it's pre- way too too. We north. love our southerners, though. <laughs> um, okay, let's go out on this because which one of these three teams—Pats, Bears, or the Washington Football Team—is most likely to just make that move to four at Atlanta? They're like Justin Fields is there. I'm not even waiting. Which one of these teams do you think? Because I think one of these three teams is the team that's going to jump ahead of the Broncos. So I think the easy one to take out of here is the Washington football team. Okay. They just seem to like they've made the playoffs. They just signed Fitzy to a good size deal. They can wait another year, I think. I think they could even, you know, play their cards. Like you said, you got Heine on the bench. You never know. Um, man, the Bears have been desperate this offseason. You see them trying to get a quarterback. You never know what Bill's trying to do. He is in win-now mode, so that's the only thing that kind of makes me think it's the Bears here. But then the Bears are just kind of – I mean, nobody – it's another one of those teams, like, it's just, ugh, you know. You don't like what they – they've been productive, but they haven't – they've just been kind of stinky. Um, I'm going to go Pats, man. I think this is a good spot for them to just steal the show on Thursday night and go get a field. Because they have Fields dropping. This is could be all rumor and innuendo, but they have Fields dropping to the end of the first, like not into the first, but like nine, ten. If you're if you're a team, are you going to let the Broncos jump over the Pats to get you know Fields there? I think it, you're making a call to the Panthers. You're making a call to Miami, and you're going to get Fields if you're the Pats. Yes, I think it's seven at Lions is probably the most realistic, but I have this dream or this like vision, right? Because we're we're in sync on this. I think it's the Patriots too. And here's a little reasoning why. Everybody always says the best friend to a, a young quarterback is a good running game and the tight end position. And where did Billy Boy spend all of his money? He got right. two stud tight ends. So I think he's going to try to bring in the future of the position and if Justin Fields is still there at seven, oh. I think, to the Lions. But I, I think that if he thinks the Broncos might try and go to seven, he might try to go to four just to get and just make draft night explode that for the first time ever, Bill Belichick trades up after spending $160 million. And he's just like a Why rapper not? out there, just making it rain like two <laughs> chains in a Whoa. Magic City strip club. He's just I like, love it. Bill's just out there going paying, paying the strippers rent. Let's go. <laughs> yes. He is out there making it rain. Um, I love it. I love the draft. That's this sexy. is a lot of fun, dude. Thank you for freaking having me. Mad props to what you're doing, dude. Warzone sports live. I've checked out your product. You got it going on and you're an entertainer and that's a lost art. Like I said, you've got it. You've got the hookup. You put in the work. I appreciate you, Tony, for having me on, brother. And I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you on the line. I'm gonna go fishing. I'm gonna pull me in some sweet tea on my line. There it is, hook, line, and sinker, baby. I'm gonna get you talking wrestling or football. I don't know which, but we'll make it happen. It's gonna have to be nostalgic wrestling because I I don't stay up on today's no. wrestling. So if you do a throwback episode to the '80s, '90s, 
I'm I'm your guy. Oh, Tony, um, my boy, I'll take care of you. <laughs> I love it. Let's get these plugs in one more time for where where can we send these people? Yeah, um, I am the Maddie Daddy twenty six fifty two on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, MySpace, and I'm tweeting. Um, I am part of the Wrestling Matt podcast. As you see up here in the corner, that's me dropping elbow drops and headlocks. And I do fantasy football every Wednesday. Check out the Fantasy Affair YouTube channel. I'm kicking butt and taking names. Um, Tony, dude, it's been my pleasure, my treasure. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Everybody, go check out his most recent video on – a, a little running back nugget for this year in fantasy football. I don't want to tease it. Just go there. I guarantee he, if he's not the first, he's the first. I'll put it like fantasy that. Fantasy football's Two. best kept secret. Yes, fantasy sir. Affair. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming in here, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. Well, there it was, the first appearance from the Maddie Daddy. You got all of his information. Now go out and support him. And please, if you have a moment, go over to YouTube, type in Warzone Sports Network, and subscribe to the YouTube page. That would really help us out in all of the great things that we are creating over there with a bunch of really cool people. Cannot wait to expand the brand even further. Thank you so much for this. I will check in again with you on Saturday to talk how the NFL draft went down for sure. Until then, peace.